Hey everyone, how are we doing? How are we feeling? How's your week been? I just want to say, how crazy is it that next week is 2022? Like, that's absolutely ridiculous. It's crazy, it's scary, it's exciting, it's all the emotions all at once. Um, But yeah, on this podcast, I talk a lot about chronic illness, and so I assume (laughs) that most of my audience have chronic illnesses of some sort. Um, And so I just want to say I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for this year. It has been tough. Every year with chronic illness is tough. Um, and you know, we have to work our butt off just to be at the starting level of a healthy person. So to have make it, made it for a year, to be able to, you know, manage things that people who are healthy don't really consider as anything, like, you know, walking upstairs or taking a shower or, you know, literally whatever it is. I'm proud of us because, you know, we do it. And so many, because of like our invisible illness and people not believing us, it shows how strong we are that we can get through our illness and push through and be at this level of healthy people without them even knowing something's going on. Like, it is absolutely crazy. And so I'm incredibly, incredibly proud of you for all you've done. You know, you work your butt off just to be at the starting level of healthy people, which is absolutely crazy. You know, we work so much harder than healthy people so many times. So like, so many, like, it's absolutely crazy. We just work so much harder than so many people. And, you know, so to make it for a year, I'm so proud of you. You're doing absolutely amazing. Today, I'm just going to talk about my kind of 2021 recap, talk about this sort of topics. Uh, I'm going to chat about five things I'm proud of of this year for me. And then I'm going to do thing, 10 things that I'm going to try and prioritise in the 2022 new year. Um, so stick along to this episode of the Tired Society to hear all about it. Okay, if you've never heard my voice before, then hi, I'm Millie. Here I post every Wednesday with a brand new podcast episode, and I just chat about life with chronic illness, specifically chronic fatigue syndrome, as that's the chronic illness I have. However, I cover a wide range of topics, so if you don't have that specifically, I'm sure you can relate in some way. And I just chat about what it means to be living life while chronically ill. You know, I'm a teenager, I go to high school, I'm just trying to make it through life when I suddenly got this thrown upon me. So I just try and bring awareness to it as it does not have enough media coverage or enough people knowing about it. And I just try to bring awareness as well because it is something I could have used when I first got ill. It's super hard to live with. And I just feel like knowing that someone else is out there who understands is super, super important. So that's what I try and do here. Um, if you don't know what chronic fatigue syndrome is, it's a chronic illness which results in extreme long-lasting fatigue and tiredness, along with many, many other symptoms, such as brain fog, light and sound sensitivity, nausea, dizziness, muscle and joint pain, um, literally so many more things, flu symptoms, literally so many things, and I can't even name them all off the top of my head because there's so many, and it ranges in severity, you know, some people are bed-bound and house-bound and unable to work and unable to go to school and unable to participate in what normal people would count as a normal life. Um, And so it is super serious and people don't hear about it enough, so that's what I try and do here and just bring awareness and support. So I hope you guys will enjoy this episode of the Thai Society um, and I'm just going to get right on with it. Right, so I find when people do like a year recap, like a 2021 recap or something, you know, they say the good parts, and I could say the good parts of this year, you know, I could say how I got my GCSEs, and I started A-levels, and I, you know, I made new friends, and I did all these things, I went camping, I did water sports, I went to the beach, and all this different stuff, and while that is true, you know, it cuts out the other side of my life, the, the side that takes over, you know, the, all the things I just listed, they're like, they're like five percent or something of my life, the rest is owned by chronic illness, where 
I'm struggling and unable to cope and everything. And the truth is, if I said the good parts, sure, it'd be true. Sure, it'd be like an insight into what I do in my life. But it it wouldn't be the truth completely, would it? Because, you know, I'd be m- missing out the negative things. And maybe people would say that's like, oh, don't be a downer and everything. But while, yeah, yeah, it is negative and being a bit of a downer, I think it's important to include because showing this fake side of life, it just it doesn't help in the long run for anyone does it because you know we're showing this fake side of reality and everyone thinks everyone's perfect and it's not the truth is it um and so I think it's important to remember the good stuff because it's important but remember that I did it despite the bad you know all this bad that overwhelms me and everything with chronic illness I still I still did it which makes it kind of even better that I did it because this chronic illness which rules my life and restricts me from so much and I still managed to do some good things this year like I'm so proud of myself and you know it's important to talk about the bad things like chronic illness because it needs to just be spoken about more so that's why I'm trying I'm trying you know it's important and I could say all the good stuff like I said but it won't be the reality and the reality of living with a chronic illness it's never, 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 never going to be perfect. It's never going to be great. It's never going to be, you know, oh yeah, it only takes up like 10% of my life. No, chronic illnesses rule your life. It's, they control it and they, they own you basically, which is a really depressing way to put it. But it's true, you know, I don't have control of when I'm going to be ill. And it's like most of the time, you know, there isn't a day in the 300, almost 365 days of this year that have happened that I've not felt my illness. Every single day it's there. Every single day it affects me. Every single day it, you know, is controlling me. It's restricting me and it's owning my life in some way. You know, some days it might be better. Some days it might be a good day and I can go do that exciting, fun thing. But it's always going to be there. And just some days, you know, crashing and having bad, severe symptoms and everything, they can flare up. But it's never not there. And I think that's important to remember in my recap that, you know, I've done all this good stuff with a chronic illness. It's been horrible. It really has. And, you know, telling the good things would cut out the days I can't get out of bed, you know, the days that even sunlight is painful, that the days that I literally can't stop crying because of how much pain I'm in from my chronic illness. You know, I, I I cry at school from being fatigued, being stressed, being in pain, just not being able to cope with what's going on because my body is physically not well enough to do all that stuff. And that it is valid and it is real. And that's what I try and do on this podcast. I try and show the real side of life. I try and show that my life isn't perfect. And that's the truth of chronic illness. It's never going to be perfect. And I could post the good stuff. Like I said, you know, going to the beach, camping, seeing friends, but that's not the reality. It's never going to be the reality of my life. And, you know, I miss out on multiple things. So many things I miss out on. And, you know, the crushes after good days, the crushes after doing nothing because it's ridiculous. You know, I go to the beach and I crash or I wake up, have a shower and crash. Um, And it's just, you know, the loneliness, the guilt of being ill, the isolation, the pain, the restrictions, it all falls into my year. And that's the truth. It is all there and it's all real and it's all worth talking about, I believe. Um, And, you know, like I I try to explain my chronic illness and I try and talk about it but the truth is you can never fully explain what it's like to live with a chronic illness you know there's not enough words to describe it and people who don't live with it wouldn't understand it you know people can be supportive and try but the truth is unless you've experienced it you won't understand it and that goes for so many things in life um 
But yeah, it's so hard. And so, you know, I try and do what I can. And this year has been tough. It's been really tough. And I think that's that's okay to talk about. It's okay to admit this year's been rough and it's been hard, you know. Um, I started A-levels and they've been so exhausting. It's been a constant battle of, I need to drop one because I literally am so ill and I can't keep up. But if I drop one, then what will mean for my future? I just got very randomly cut off mid-sentence. But yeah, I don't know what it will mean for my future if I drop a subject and all this other stuff which tends to control our life with chronic illness you know all these different thoughts of like what if this happens what if that happens I can't let my chronic illness control my life but also I don't really have a choice because it is controlling my life and all this different stuff and it is incredibly hard to manage and live with and that's why I think you know people who live with chronic illness we we deserve a medal we deserve an award for making it through this year and every year with chronic illness because it is so incredibly hard and so incredibly, you know, exhausting to live with. All the extra efforts and hoops we have to jump through to be able to make it through a day, an hour, a minute, all this extra stuff which healthy people just don't even have to think about. It's exhausting. And I don't think I don't think we're appreciated enough for that. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um it's also a bit funny to think about all the things we have to think about that healthy people don't. Like I, I sometimes I'm about to go downstairs and I'm like, oh, I've, I've got to get everything I'm going to use downstairs because I, I there's no way I'm coming back up. But, you know, if I need my laptop, if I need my headphones, if I need a, like, school book, it's all got to come down with me in one trip because there is no way I'm going to be able to get up those stairs again. You know, it's, it, it's down there and if I forget something, it, it's too late, you know? It, it, I've got to wait for someone else to go up because I'm not going up. So, you know, it's like, do, do people think about that? Do healthy people think about that? Do healthy people have to, like, like plan out? You know, if, if I if I go for a walk today, then I can't go for a shower. If I go for a shower, then I can't go to school. All this different stuff. Like, healthy people don't think about that, do they? And it's absolutely crazy that that's what our heads, like, go through. It's so crazy. And it's a bit ridiculous as well, isn't it? Like, oh, I never thought that was be, be my reality. But it is. Um. So, yeah, anyway... 2021 has been a wild ride. It's It's been a lot. I'll be honest with you. It's been a lot. You know, we've had COVID, chronic illness in general, just life, and it is tough. And so I think it, you know, I, like I said about the negative things in life that we go through with chronic illness, I think it's important to remember those and important to remember that you got through this year despite all of those, you know, all that stuff went on, all that incredibly impossible stuff with chronic illness happened and you're still going, and you're still making it through, and I'm so, so proud of you, like, not even just chronic illness stuff, all the stuff that has happened this year, you have gone through it, you have made it through it, and you are still here going on, and that's what's important, isn't it, It, I'm so proud of you for that, and so I want to, I want to just do five things I'm proud of from this year, um, or just happy about from this year, and I want you to do the same, I think it'd be a really positive thing if you could do the same thing, I think it's happy, and like, something, to make you feel good, it doesn't have to be five, it can be one, it can be two, it can be however many you want, you know, and so I put five together, um, five things I'm proud of from this year. Number one, getting my GCSE, um, GCSEs, if you're not from the UK, they're basically exams you take at 16, um, because of COVID, I didn't technically sit my exams, I sit the mocks, I sat the mocks, which were like the practice exams and I got grades for those and then because of COVID we did lots of exams in class which was still very stressful still very full-on um probably actually more full-on than it would have been if I did the actual GCSEs but anyway (laughs) but I got my GCSEs 
I got ill when I was 12 and I hadn't even started my GCSEs yet. They're such a big thing that, you know, they are important. Um, all the way through life they're important because my, like, my form tutor was saying how he, even now, if he went to get a new job, he would still have to bring his GCSEs out. Like, they, they are stuck with you for life now. Um, and so they're so important. So I got my GCSEs and the thing is, I, I, every time I say this, I feel like I'm sounding so bad because, um, you know, everyone's grades are different, not everyone's good at school, everything like that, and, but the thing is, I got sevens in some of my subjects, if you don't know, um, seven, what's a seven in grades, um, because we, for some reason, switched to, um, numbers instead of letters in grades, I believe a seven is either a high B or a low A, it's a high B or a low A, I'm not too sure, um, but yeah, I, that's what I got in GCSEs for the majority of my subjects. I did drop subjects, yes, but I still got my GCSEs for those subjects that I took and I'm so proud of myself because the thing is I actually got higher grades than some people in my class who are healthy and who are able to do other stuff and that sounds mean, I do understand that and you know everyone's different like I said, not everyone's for school, not everyone's for specific subjects, different stuff like that and it all, it, everything adds into different things but the fact that I got my GCSEs with a chronic illness it's just it's just absolutely crazy to me and you know it's something that I, I wasn't sure if it was going to happen I was never sure if I was actually doing what's right because you know I was missing so much school and everything and just the fact that I did it and I'm so proud of myself um okay number two I started A levels which is if you're not from the UK again it's um well, from England, at least, I think Scotland does something different. Anyway, not the point. Uh, G um, after GCSEs when you're 16, you can then go on to do A-levels, which is from the ages of 16 to 18. Um, so that's what I'm currently doing now. I started my A-levels. They are so much hard work. They are exhausting and they are just crazy and full on and absolutely draining. But the fact is that I started them. You know, I've started them. I'm doing them. I'm, you know, I'm working on it. I'm not perfect. I'm not doing, you know, I'm not top of my classes. I'm, I am struggling. It is so, so hard. You know, there's so many conversations I've had about dropping subjects and everything like that because I'm not managing. But despite that, I'm trying, I'm going for it. A-levels are so full on and the fact that I'm even trying to manage them all is amazing. You know, um, they are exhausting. And I may, I may not end up taking all of them. However, I'm trying. I'm going for it. And I'm quite proud of that. I am. I am. A-levels are very full on. So the fact that I'm even giving it a go, I'm proud of. Um, but I am aiming to carry on. I'm being very stubborn about that. Anyway, <laughs> number three. Um, my online social medias, like my podcast, my Instagram, my TikTok. I'm very, very proud of those. I am. Um yeah yeah I'm so proud of them because it is something that I do this because like I think I said this at the start of my podcast episode but um I do these podcast episodes and I do Instagram and I do TikTok because it's something I would have wanted to see when I first got ill because when I got ill there was literally no one I knew there was nothing I knew there was nobody I could find online or anything like that and it was just a very lonely and isolating experience you know personally 12 year old me I I wasn't that bothered because I didn't really know what was going on when I first got ill but then over the years it would have been nice to just be able to talk to someone about it listen to and hear that you know I'm not alone in what I'm going through and I didn't have that for quite a while until like about a year ago I didn't know any of this existed online um 
And so I'm very proud to be able to be that person for some people, you know, even if it's just a tiny corner of the internet, I'm so proud of myself um, for doing this, you know. I'm not perfect yet, I'm working on it and everything's just like a bit of an experience, isn't it? And that's what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm learning and I'm trying I'm trying to work it all out. Um, yeah, I'm proud of myself though, because the people I speak to and the messages I get and the comments I get, it just means the absolute world to me. And like, I've probably said it to so many people, you know, your message means the absolute world to me. And that's because every single time it is the truth. Whenever someone texts me and say, hey, that episode really meant a lot to me, that post on social media really meant a lot to me and I feel heard and everything, it it means the world to me. And I can't even explain how many messages literally have made me cry because I'm like, this makes me so happy because it is exactly what I'm trying to do. And the fact that I am doing it, it just means the world and I'm so proud of it and I'm so happy and yeah. It, it really does. It makes me happy that I'm able to do something positive that I would have wanted when I first got ill. So yeah, it means the world. Um, okay, number four. I did my CBT, which is like, it's basic, it's basic um, driving lessons because I got, I got a moped and I did that. Um, and it wasn't the CBT specifically. I drove around a roundabout for the first time. Most random thing, I understand, but I was terrified for roundabouts. I really, really was. It was so scary. Oh my goodness, it was. And it was such a busy time I was driving it and it was raining and there were so many cars and it was very, very scary. But I did it and I'm so proud of myself. Like that is something I'm always going to be proud of because I was terrified to do it. You know, I, I was excited, but I was terrified at the same time and I did it and I went for it. And I feel like that just kind of was like a point and I was just kind of like you know that is a moment that I was terrified to do but I did it anyway and you know if I did that I can do that anything you know I went round and round about I can basically take on the world now that's kind of what I'm like you know I I did that that is crazy and it was just kind of like a point in my life I was like I did something I was absolutely terrified of killed it passed my CVT and now I can drive on a moped and every time I ride my moped it's the same feeling of you know it's terrifying but I'm doing it and I'm proud of myself and I kind of take that through life so yeah, I kind of just try and remember that and go with my life and just say, you know, I did this. I went around a roundabout, guys. I can do anything. And I, I don't know, it's just kind of like a point in my year. I was like, I'm proud of myself. That was something I was really scared to do and I did it anyway. Um, so yeah, I'm proud of myself. And then number five, which isn't really a proud of myself moment because I didn't specifically do it. But I got a puppy. My family got a puppy. It was my it was my first ever dog. I'm very excited. She's adorable. I love her. And she just brings me so much joy. You know, when I'm sad, I can just go and cuddle her. Um, she might go and bark at some trees instead of cuddling. But, um, you know, she's there. She's happy. She's just this little innocent puppy who is so naughty and crazy. And I love her. And it makes me happy. So that was something that was good about this year. That was just a little yay that was my year I'm very excited moment <laughs> but yeah um so my five things I'm proud of this year I do recommend you do those too because there'll be something it may not you may not make a f list of five things but you'll be able to make something and you need to I think it's so important I think it's so positive to do um yeah I recommend doing it I, I highly recommend it doing it that is your homework that is your homework from me Go find something you're proud of from this year that made you happy. Anything, literally anything. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, I I tried to do this a few times. I write down 2022 goals. 
goals the word goals scares me a little bit because it feels very serious and like I'm kind of trapped and like I've got to do it so I kind of changed it to priorities what I'm going to prioritize what I'm going to work on that sort of thing for 2022 so I've got 10 things not all of them are very serious some of them are the most random things um but yeah so number one my social medias like I said I'm very proud of my social medias and I want to and so for 2022 I want to carry on working on them doing what I'm doing already bringing awareness bringing support being the person I wanted when I was first ill. So that's what I'm going to carry on doing. Um, just more of what I'm doing now. Carry on working on them. Focus on them and just go for it, you know. Post more. Um, do, do more, you know. I just kind of want to bring bring more to my social medias. Bring them up a notch. And just carry on doing what I'm doing. Because I absolutely love it. Um, and I'm so proud of them as well. Um, so yeah. My number two is focus on school more. Um by, I don't mean more exactly because I said I was I would say I'm focused enough as it is, but I'd like to see myself just um, try and understand a bit more. It's it's hard with a chronic illness because often I'm tired and it's hard to focus and it's hard to understand what's going on and I'm not well enough to be in the classroom. So it is hard. It is. Um, I'm just gonna carry on doing what I'm doing, try and do my best, work on it as much as I can, um, and yeah remember that these are A-levels, they are important, and try to manage them a bit more. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm going to try and do. I'm going to try and keep going with school, keep that going, everything like that. Number three, don't risk your health in the big picture. Um, this is kind of relating to school because mm, I'm not managing with my A-levels. They are very hard, my health is not managing. Um, and so I'm kind of saying like, you know, if it gets to the point where it's your health or school, pick your health, um, that sort of thing, you know, you've got to focus on your health this year, you've got to look after yourself, in the big picture of things, is this thing really important, yes or no, if it's a no, pick your health, you know, and it's just stuff like that, and (laughs) there are many things that would, like, top health, you know, it's just, your health is what's important, you know, without your health, (laughs) what have you got, so, yeah, um, that's what, that's number three. Number four is be more scheduled because I am always running late. I'm always the one that's late to school. Well, not late to school, but meeting up with my friends late. All different things. I'm always like running late and I'm always behind and it's always stressful. So yeah, be more scheduled basically. Um, number five, um, get back into reading. I really liked it kind of probably at the start of this year, honestly. I got really into it at Christmas time and then in the early starts of quarantine when we were at lock- in like lockdown and everything. Um... And then because of my energy levels and how busy school is and everything like that, I kind of just didn't have time for it and I didn't have energy for it. So I kind of fell out of it. Um, so I want to get back into it a bit more. You know, it is fun, but it's very exhausting when you're already tired. So that's my problem. I might get more audiobooks even. That could be another option. But yeah, reading, I love. I'm currently reading the Throne of Glass series. Um, they're, they're amazing. I recommend them completely. <laughs> Um, number six is gonna be find more ways to share about chronic illness and like chronic fatigue syndrome and everything because I do my social medias but I would quite like to build on that, branch out a bit, um, just find more ways to do it because like I said, I want to be the person I was when I needed when I was younger. Um and I find that, you know, I love what I'm doing. And the thing is, I watched this um Mr. Beast interview the other day, which he was just being interviewed because he's like crazy successful, isn't he? Like he's on YouTube, he's so successful. Um, and I watched it because it was so interesting. It was like an hour and a bit long, maybe an hour and a half long. And I found it so interesting. He was like, you know, it's got to be your main focus. 
what you want to do has got to be your main priority. So me wanting to be the person I was needed when I was younger, that's got to be my main priority. So when I say I want to find more ways to share out and branch out a bit more, I don't want to lose focus, like sight of the focus and everything. I don't want to, because what's happened in the past is I've like took on too many things, taken on too many things. And then I got overwhelmed and then everything like fell off and like I completely just dropped everything. And so I don't want to do that. I don't want to get overwhelmed by taking too much on and then nothing happening. Um, So I'm just going to kind of do that. I'm going to try and do what I can, share about chronic fatigue as I already do and chronic illnesses. Um, And if I can branch out and do more, um, but I'm not going to worry about that too much unless it happens because right now I think my main priority will be the social medias that I'm currently already doing, like my podcast and the um, Instagram and my TikTok and my shop that I'm opening. So yeah, I just want to not not get too overwhelmed with everything. But you know, I want that to be on the back of my mind always. You know, if there's an option to do it, if there's something I can fit in, do it. That sort of thing. <laughs> so number seven is going to be work on my shop and you know get it ready and get it to a point that I can be proud of it. Um, so like I said, I'm opening a shop. It's going to be called The Tired Society, just like my podcast is. I love it. Um, I'm very excited for it. It's opening on the 1st of January, guys. 1st of January. I'm very excited. Um, get ready, you know, everything like that. Um, you may have heard me talking about it a while ago. Um, I, <laughs> I did start announcing this in October, but then school got crazy, so I didn't really get to properly get it set up. Um, and I'm taking, I'm taking this, um, the shop stock that I've got is from Chronically Jess, if you knew, knew her online shop. Um, I've got all her stock because she closed down for, because she had way too much going on. So she needed to focus on schooling and her health and everything, um, which is very much fair enough. And that's kind of what I'm saying I need to focus on in 2022 as well. Um, but yeah, so I've taken on her stock. So in January, it'll be all her stock, all her new stock. Um, just under my name and then slowly over time I'll be able to bring up my own stuff and everything like that and put my own name on it and stuff like that which is really really exciting um and so like I said I just want to get that shop to be the point that it's mine and I'm proud of it and you know I can show someone it and say hey I did this and I'm very much proud of this that sort of thing um so yeah that's something I want to do this year I'm gonna try and do that as much as possible Number eight is work on my mental health and find ways to cope. You know, I, I get quite stressed very easily and fall into phases where um, it's just very hard to get out of and everything like that. And I just kind of want to work on new ways to work on that and everything because I find with chronic illness, you can they can kind of go in hand in hand, you know, struggle with mental health, chronic illness, they can kind of hand in hand. So I want to work on that a bit more, find ways to cope, find ways to manage, clear my head a bit, anything like that, just relax and take a time out from what's going on in my world, everything like that. So that's another thing I want to work on in 2022, get less stressed. Oh my god, it's such a problem. Um, So yeah, number nine is keep up with friendships because it is really hard with chronic illness. It can be really hard to manage because of how much is going on, you know, school time, people ask me to meet up on the weekend, I'm like, I can't, you know, I get out of school on Friday, and I rest, and I do homework, and then I go back to school on Monday, because I've rested, you know, if I do something over the weekend, then I will crash by Monday, and I won't be able to do anything, so I'm going to try and do as much as I can with that, I'm going to try and FaceTime, and keep up with everyone, because often I get overwhelmed, like I said, I feel like that happens a lot, um and then I just disappear off the face of the earth and everyone's like hey where have you gone and I'm like hey I got overwhelmed and I disappeared so I kind of just disappear sometimes from my friends and I'm like that's not a good thing and I need to work on that a bit more because I just kind of get overwhelmed and drop off the face of the earth (laughs) 
And finally, number 10 is I want to be in the moment more and make memories and everything like that and just kind of enjoy myself because I'm a teenager and it's hard, but chronic illness is hard, but I, I you know, I want to try and be in the moment a bit more and focus on having fun when I, when I can manage it, <laughs> which isn't very often, but you know, there's, there's hope. Okay, that's going to be today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, remember we're back here every Wednesday with a brand new podcast episode on the Tired Society. Um, I hope you guys are doing all right. I hope you guys have a good 2022. I can't promise that next year is going to be better than this year, but I hope it is. I hope it is for all of us. We deserve it. Because um, like I said, we work harder than anyone else. Us chronic illness people we are killing it, you know, it's exhausting, it's painful, there's a lot going on, but we work harder than healthy people just to be up to the normal standard, so, you know, killing it, kind of, in a painful way, (laughs) Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to this episode, I hope you enjoyed, like I said, back here every Wednesday, I remember my shop opens on, on, on the 1st, I was trying to remember them when it was, on the 1st of January, my shop opens, get excited, get ready, be there, I'm going to be there. So yeah, anyway, thanks for listening. Um, You're doing absolutely amazing. I'm so proud of you. 2022, let's go kill it. Let's go do it. The end of the day, it's just another day, isn't it? You know, the year changes, sure, but it is just another day. So no stresses. Let's be calm. We're in control. You've got this. I've got this. We're killing it. We're smashing it. We're doing amazing. Be proud of yourself. Be proud of yourself. Go make that list of things you're proud of from this year. Go do it. Go do it now. I'm very proud of you. You're doing amazing. I'll see you guys in 2022. Go check out the shop on the 1st of January. Remember, the Tired Society, it'll be linked in my TikTok and in my Instagram bio. Go check it out. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys are doing all right. Enjoy. Have a good time. Um, thanks, for, thanks for listening and I'll see you guys in 2022. Bye. You're doing amazing.